It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. The Washington Wizards get it done 101 to 99 against the Oklahoma City Thunder. When you're struggling, it doesn't matter how you get it. A win is a win, and you get it by any means necessary, and that's how they did it tonight. Wizards win, baby. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is going on, guys? It's your boy D and Ed back with another Wizards Locked On podcast episode after a Wizards dub. Finally, finally, we can say the Wizards get the dub. I want to thank you guys for making Locked On Wizards your first listen each and every day. We are free and available on all platforms. I mean, the Wizards, they refuse to lose three games in a row. Once again, for the third time this season, the losing streak ends at two. It does not get to three, and that's for the best because they got Dallas up next. But for this game, I mean, main takeaways, Ed. Guess, let's get straight to it. Yeah, it, it, it wasn't the prettiest one, but we'll take it. You know, coming off a two-game losing streak, we can't sleep on the Thunder, even though they're, they're one of the bottom teams of the NBA. They're a young team, nobody over the age of 23, I want to say. Um, and that team fought, but shout out to Daniel Gafford. Eight blocks, he dominated the game in the paint, he protected the paint. This is the this is the Daniel Gafford that we expected to see, the guy that got the three-year, $40 million extension. He played his butt off tonight. Uh, career high for him. We want to see more of that, and we weren't getting that in the first couple of games, so I'm happy for him. KCP was huge this game. Um, hit some big threes down the stretch. Uh, played great defense. He was flying around. I love that. He was getting, he was, he wasn't just shooting threes. He was putting the ball on the floor as well and getting to the cup and finishing. Well, Kyle Kuzma had a clutch, uh, put back rebound and we were up by two and then he put it up to four. Uh, Shea Gill just almost made that three where he just lofted it up with one hand. Uh, he really almost made that. So that, that was scary at the end. Um, but Brad, he made some tough buckets towards the end, uh, going downhill, and he finished uh, pretty well. And then he kicked out to KCP for a corner three as well, too. So, um, but yeah, I mean, we we the first quarter was not good again. It looked similar to the Pelicans' first quarter, where we were down by double digits at one point. The Thunder, they 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 got a lot of open threes. They, we did not defend the pick and roll well, to be honest with you. I thought Lou Dort got a couple of wide open threes. James Earl Robinson. Uh, who went to Villanova, he got a couple wide-open threes. Mike Muscala had a couple open threes. We got lucky that they missed some threes tonight, to be honest with you. Um, and the guy who's seven feet tall, he, he I feel like he hit, he hit a couple threes. Um, I can't pronounce his last name, but it's A. Pokusovsky. Yeah, I, I think they call him Poku. I'm not sure. I Poku. feel like I've heard people call him Poku before. Yeah, Poku, he hit a three tonight, too. So they play a lot of small – the Thunder play a lot of small ball. Mm-hmm. They don't really play – they don't really – played Derek Favors much, but they had a small ball lineup and they got, they got a lot of wide open threes, to be honest with you tonight. So we, I thought we locked it, lucked out with some of the missed threes, but I thought it was a collective effort. We moved the ball better. Spencer Dinwiddie was way more aggressive. That's what I loved about tonight. Even though he only had 10 points, 
there were spots where he was more aggressive, I felt like. He had two back-to-back threes that were huge in the second half that helped us go out on that run. The third quarter was huge. We've been – we have not done well in third quarters lately. We heard Wes Unsell Jr. cussed the team out from Bradley Bill. Um, it looks like they they took that to heart and they played a little – they played with more energy and more urgency coming out of that second half uh, against the Thunder. And Montrezl Hero was good again tonight. He dominated in the paint. 14 points, five boards. Kyle Kuzma, another double-double, 11 points to 10 rebounds. He's been a double-double machine. His rebounding has been his biggest attribute. It's probably been the not a surprise, but kind of his X-factor thing. Like, I did not know he would be this good of a rebounder. That, Like I said, that putback was incredible for him. Bradley Bill had 20 points, 8 for 18, 2 for 7. Um, not a, another shooting night that wasn't great, um, but I thought he provided and, and Denny, shout-out to Denny. I thought Denny had some good minutes. He really got going for the mid-range. Uh, he had a couple of good shots, and then he had a nice finish where he said, uh, I want to say he said, she'll go say Gilgis was a little too small when he finished over him. So I thought he played pretty well. But we got back to the basics. We played good defense, and we moved the basketball. I think those are some key reasons why we won the game, and we had a balanced attack. We had five guys in double figures tonight. So when we play balanced basketball, we pass the ball, move the ball, and we play defense and protect the rim like Daniel Gafford did tonight. Um, that's how we win games. But we did have some mental lapses uh, down the stretch, too. Shea Gilgis went down and had an easy dunk at one point and with like two minutes left. It was, it was some, we had some, we had some bad defensive lapses tonight. So we got a lot of stuff to clean up if we do want to beat the Dallas Mavericks tomorrow night. Yeah. And I just do want to say early, early, it was looking rough. Like you said, it was looking like that Pelicans game again, but you notice once again, as I said, and I keep saying this, they, the, in order for the Wizards to win games, if they want to be in any game, they got to keep teams below 100 or to very low 100. Tonight, the Thunder only scored 99 points. Wizards win. If the Thunder got to 110 or something, they probably lose. But first half, first quarter especially, Thunder was kind of getting what they want. I mean, Gafford was getting the blocks early, but... For the most part, Thunder was hitting some open shots. They hit some tough shots. They were hot. I mean, coming out in that first half, they were hot in that first half. Then the second quarter, they were still pretty hot, but the Wizards managed to get the lead before the half ended by two. In that third quarter, that third quarter, they really strapped up. But the issue became now they were getting the stops because at first they weren't getting the stops in the first half, but they were getting baskets. They were keeping up. Second second half in that third quarter, they were getting the stops, but they weren't getting enough consistent buckets. They only, I mean, even though the Thunder were held, was held to 14, the Wizards only scored 20. You know, that was an opportunity to kind of push this game out of the, you know, out of reach, kind of. And it is tough. I mean, we've seen it with the Pelicans and, and other games as well. When you let teams hang around, in the first Pelicans game, I should say, when you let teams hang around, it's tough. You got to put these guys away, especially when you're on their court. You got to put them away. You can't let them hang around by seven and by five and because all it takes is a turnover and they hit a three. Now the crowd's in and the momentum's going. You got to put these guys away. So even though they did, they really turned up the defensive intensity in that third, you kinda, you do want to see more buckets. You, you want to see them get more buckets consistently. But Daniel Gafford, man, with the eight blocks, like you said, it's crazy out there. He had the um, and one dunk late in the fourth. He had that and one dunk. That was big. KCP was big. Um, hit a couple threes. 
Dinwiddie, like you said, he was being more aggressive. I mean, he only took t- six shots, but he did seem like he was more aggressive out there, which is one which you want to see. Maybe you want to see him take more than six shots still, but it was better than previous performance. The previous performances, Kuzma had the big offensive rebound and put back late in that fourth. Got the double double, eleven points, ten rebounds. Bradley Bill, twenty points. He had a little span where in late in that fourth where he got a couple back-to-back buckets. You know, and he got one tough one on Lou Dort. You know, they say the Dort chamber. And we all know <laughs> Dort is that, that gritty, undrafted, really good defensive guy. So that was a tough bucket. And then Brad did have that kick out to the three for KCP for the three in that fourth quarter as well. I mean, the the, rub, the late game possession was a little eh. You know, he got it kicked out to KCP. It was like three seconds left, and he kicked it out to KCP, and like two guys contested it. So that was a tough shot. And then the defensive app, like you said, late on Shea Gilgis, and he got to the dunk. And it could have almost been an and one because then he tried to block it. And, you know, I feel like he may have cut, caught his arm, but the refs didn't call it, thankfully. <laughs> so, I mean, Montrez Harrell offensively did his thing 14 points, five rebounds. Denny, I did. I liked it too small thing. It's like, it's not, he's not loud about it, but he's like subtle. It's like a little subtle yeah. stuff. Like he'll do it, yeah. but it'll be yeah. quiet. Or like he'll he, throw he the didn't, He didn't do it as much as the clamps. Yeah, it's like, it's, it's, he's like subtle. He talk a little smack, but it's like real quiet. He ain't loud with it. He don't let you know. But I mean, he, he I like it though. I like it. Real um, smooth. I mean, I'm just happy the guys got the dubs. Um, we'll, we'll talk more about more of the game notes. But first, we do have a message from our friends over at Bet Online. We're back and better than ever. A new web interface for the start of the basketball season and more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. Head to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code locked on to receive your bonus from basketball, football, baseball postseason. NHL boxing and UFC right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Once again, guys, I'm going to thank you all for making Locked On, which is your very first listen each and every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Now, Ed, I kind of want to get into... What are some things that you may not have liked about the game? Um, obviously, we want to get into Dallas preview as well and player of the game, X-Factor as well. Right. Um, I, I, I thought we gave up too many wide-open threes. I didn't like the pick-and-roll defense. I thought Shea got some wide-open threes. I thought Trey Mann got some open threes. Um, Poco, as they call him, got some wide-open threes. Um, that, that's what I didn't like. Um, but I, I did – I, I like – I really, yeah, I really didn't like the three-point defense at all. And the mental lapses as well. They, Josh Giddy threw a beautiful pass to somebody cutting. I don't know who was cutting. I can't, there was a couple times where they, they were throwing some really nice passes down the middle to guys who were cutting against our defense. 
Um, so we just had some mental lapses, letting guys backdoor cut and, and do some some cuts uh, down the middle. So that, that's what I didn't like. Bradley Bill did have some turnovers uh, one time. He had he had back to back turnovers one time during the um, during the fourth quarter. Actually, he had three turnovers all game, which is not bad. We still had fifteen turnovers, which is not great. It's kind of in the middle. We're starting. To, we didn't have the twenty turnovers or the eighteen or seventeen that we've had in the past. Uh, four games in this, in the, you know, in the, in the last five games before this game, we were one and four against the Heat and the Hornets and the games that we lost, even the game that we won against the Heat, we had 20 turnovers. So I thought we did cut down on the turnovers. We're, we got better with that. It wasn't 20, 17 or 18. Uh, so those are the things I didn't like, the turnovers, some of the mental lapses on defense and um, defending the three-point line. I didn't like that at all. In the Thunder, they didn't shoot well from the three. Like I said, we got we got a lucky that they missed some of these threes. Um, but those those are the things that I did not like. Turnovers, man. 15 turnovers. I want to keep them to double, I mean, single digits. I mean, the Thunder only had nine. 15 is too much still, in my opinion. The Thunder shot 94 shot attempts to the Wizards 79. That's 15 more shot attempts than the Wizards. That's stressful for the defense. You know, it's you got to guard 15 more shot attempts then they have to guard against you. I mean, that's tough. They got to cut down the turnovers. You can't go into Dallas turning the ball over 15, 16, 17 times. We keep, we keep talking about it. I'm going to continue to talk about it. Keep talking about it. They got to keep it down, man. 10, I'll be happy. Like 10 or 11, cool. 10 or 11, cool. But 15, 16, 17, no. You know, no, definitely not. But like you said, it was wide open guys at the three, especially early in that first half. That first half, the Thunder was shooting like 48% from the field. I mean, including that, I mean, that third quarter where the Wizards locked in defensively, et cetera, that helped get the percentages down. They ended at 40% from the field and 33% from three. But like you said, it, it was just too much um, wide open, too much easy shots. I mean, DG can only block, but so many shots. I mean, he got eight of them, which is a lot. But I think the Wizards have to continue, man, to just value the ball, value possessions. They have to continue to value the ball and value possessions, man. And if they can do that, I think it makes life defensively that much more easier for them. Say turnovers. The turnovers... 15, I mean, 15 turnovers. That makes it tougher for your defense, man, because the Thunder put up 94 shot attempts to the Wizards, 79. They that I mean, that can't happen. That's 15 more shot attempts. 15 more shot attempts that the Thunder had more than the Wizards. The Wizards got to guard 15 more shot attempts. It's tough. I mean, they, they found a way to do it, especially in that third quarter. But like you said, they were soft early in that first half, leaving guys open, um, guys getting to the paint. They ended the half with, like, shooting 48% from the field. I mean, Daniel Gafford can only block so many shots, and he blocked eight of them. So the turnovers, they got to value the ball, man, because you can't go into Dallas turning the ball over 15, 16, 17 times. Now, if they keep it to, like, 10 or 11, that's improvement. I would love that because that's improvement. Um but yeah, volume in the ball. I would say that's my biggest gripe with them right now, and it continues to be volume in the ball. Definitely, yeah. In the three-point shooting, we shot 34% from the three, so it was better. 
than what we usually do. Um, still not great, but better as a team. KCP was really good. Free throw shooting was really good. We were 15 for 15. Trez was two for eight uh, against the Pelicans. So we definitely improved with that as a team. We did not shoot the free throw. We did not shoot well from the free throw line against the Pelicans. So we improved on that. I think we were just more more focused. We were more locked in. Like I said, Wes yelling at the guys, that was needed. He needed to, he needed to yell at those guys um, and get those guys locked in because this would have been a bad loss if we ended up losing to the Thunder. Uh, but, yeah, my player of the game, it's a tough one. It's between KCP and Gaff. It really is. Um, Gaff had uh, eight blocks. Not only that, he had seven points and eight rebounds. So he had a five-five-five game. Uh, he impacted the game really, really well with his defense and finishing around. That and one dunk was incredible towards the end. He was a plus nine in the plus-minus box. Um, I'm going to just give it to Gaff because eight blocks is hard to do. I'm, I'm gonna give it to Gaff. My X factor is KCP, so KCP definitely deserves some shine for sure. Because he he was, you know, he played his butt off at the end of the first half where he was really really tired. It looked like he he wanted the coach to take him out, uh, but KCP gave his effort tonight, man. Twenty points, he was huge. Those clutch threes to ta- down the stretch. Uh, so KCP's my X factor. I would say Gafford, player of the game, definitely got to be Gafford. Those eight blocks is crazy. You don't see eight blocks every day. X Factor, I will definitely go with KCP too. I mean, KCP was big in that fourth, and he has a couple big threes. And I love when KCP plays well offensively because the team needs it. The team definitely needs it, man, especially when he's shooting the three ball well. It helps. It just helps the offense flow so much better. So definitely Gafford, MVP, player of the game, KCP, X Factor. That's um, sounds about right to me. Um, quickly before we end, some with some keys to the game against the Mavericks that you're looking for. Um, defending the three point line, we got to contain Luca. I mean, Luca's going to get his. We're not going to shut him down, uh, but we got to stop the other guys. <clears throat> we can't let Dorian Finney Smith go off. Tim Hardaway Jr. go crazy from the three. Willie Cauley Stein, um, guys off the bench like Sterling Brown, Trey Burke, the former Wizards. I mean, the former Wizards, the former Wizard. Um, and Jalen Brunson, guys like that go off. You know, Porzingis had a great game. They just beat the Clippers in overtime, 112-104. Um, so Porzingis has been balling lately. Don, of course, Luka's been balling. Uh, but, yeah, contain the others, I would say that. The guys who are not Luka, the guys who are not um, uh, Porzingis. And um, defending the three-point line, rebound and win the rebound and battle. We got to make our free throws and cut down on the turnovers. We're harping on that so much, and it needs, it needs to be said. They got to stop with the unforced silly turnovers and we're killing ourselves like that and start fast. This first quarter, we could not go down by 10 in the first quarter against the Dallas Mavericks because their crowd is going to get into it. Luke is going to go crazy. Case Porzingis is going to get his buckets and it's going to be hard to fight back. You can fight back against a team like the Thunder and other teams, but it's going to be hard to do that on a West coast road trip against the Mavericks. They get it by 10. Like I said, the crowd is going to get into it and it, it can get ugly like it did against the Pelicans. Yeah, I would say my keys to the game, turnovers. Keep Try to keep the turnovers to as minimum as possible. You got to. You got. You have to at least try to. Um, again, in the game against the Clippers, they have four starters and double figures. You can't let that happen. You cannot let that happen. Um, if Doncic goes off, if Luka goes off, so be it. But you cannot let Finney Smith have 10-plus and Tim Hardaway have 10-plus, et cetera. I mean, you can't do it. Porzingis, you got to try. I mean, he's been playing good ball. He dropped 30 against the Clippers. 
you got to be tough, man. You, they got to be tough down low. They got to minimize the turnovers and keep from getting in a large deficit. You cannot be the comeback boys. <laughs> you cannot be the comeback boys, man. <laughs> in these tough away environments in Dallas, you can't do it. You know, stay competitive, compete, keep it close. And by keeping it close, lower turnovers. That helps. So, I mean, those, those would be my quick keys right there. I mean, any any final thoughts you want to say before we head off? No, I said it's, it's good to get in the win column and get the dub. We are 12 and 7. I just want to see the standings or say the standings real quick before we get off. The Eastern Conference is really kind of like jumbled up. Like everybody has a similar record. Like the, the Bulls are 13 and 7. We're the Miami Heat are 12 and 7. We're 12 and 7. Brooklyn's 14 and 5. They're the first seed, but seeds two through five, basically everybody has the same. Like the Hornets are 13 and 8 right now. So it's still very early, but everybody has the same record at this point. So everybody's like tied for second place at the moment. So um like like, like we said, we just gotta cut down our turnovers because if we if we start off down by 10, it could get ugly in Dallas. But uh, we're gonna need a big game from Trez. We're gonna need a big game from Gaff. And we need Bradley Bill to start hitting some threes and and um Definitely, we, we need we need we need Brad to have a big game in this one. Yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, all that will help. You know, let's try to make it two <laughs> in a row, guys. But once again, thank you for making Locked On, which is your first listen each and every day. Now for your second listen, Locked On Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked On Bets, hosted by your boy Q, with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It's been a little while, guys, but the Wizards ended off with a dub. You know. I'm, be hype, man. Let's get it. Let's try to get two in a row. Yes, sir. Dub. Y'all have a good one. Hell to the Wizards. Peace. Peace. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.